Dente Rigamortis. I'm Review Cultist. I'm Mikey, the East Andrew Evil. And I'm the Gamer in Yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. And tonight we have Mothman Cometh. So, as of this getting posted, I will be down near West Virginia. Uh, specifically, I will be going to check out Point Pleasant, West Virginia, where the Mothman is. Um, so I figured we should do a recording of a story that entails the Mothman because I'm a bit of a aficionado on, on the Mothman. Like I, I grew up looking up cryptids and such. And so like Bigfoot, Nessie, Ogopogo, like all those kind of things. And the Mothman specifically. Yeah. Ogopogo from, uh, from Lake Okanagan in in British Columbia. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) Just like immediately throw like an info yeah. dump. Um, so uh, yeah, I decided like while like while I'm down there checking out Mothman's ass, <laughs> uh, and 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 more important, I guess more superfluously like the museum and the Mothman Pizza and stuff um, at in Point Pleasant, uh, we should have a an episode that's has a Mothman creepypasta. So Mothman Cometh is by Waffle Pal, Waffle Pal on creepypasta.wiki. And so you can check it out there. And we'll even go in and give you our initial uh, afterthoughts on this uh, or like recommendations. Uh, I am going to give this a partial recommendation, but on like the lower end, teetering on not recommending it at all. Mikey. I'm going to not recommend this. Okay. Very succinct and to the point. Mm-hmm. Gamer. No. That's even more succinct. <laughs> I like to think so. <laughs> uh all right. So with that, we will we'll dive into the more thorough information that we have here and our notes and such and the rundown. So Michael and his friends, Ashley, Ben, Zach, Kaylee, and Joshua, have a cryptid club at their high school in Point Pleasant, West Virginia. They eventually catch wind of a local cryptid, the Mothman and decide as a group to research the sightings and eventually convince the school to give them a field trip to the old abandoned ordnance factory near town where it is said to dwell. Once there, they split up into teams, and in the dark and rusting corridors, Michael and Kaylee have a deadly encounter with the creature. Meanwhile, the rest of the teams eventually convene back at the bus, and just as they're wondering where Michael and Kaylee are, the Mothman screeches while flying overhead, and there's blood dripping from its talons and dripping down on the remaining kids below. It goes off and is never seen again. Where? Don't think about it. The end. <laughs> so, fairly succinct. Pretty much it, yeah. Yeah. So, I suppose we'll move on to Everyone Tolerates the Grammar Inquisitions! At this point, uh, I've got a fair amount. Um, not nearly as long as. The story, but pretty close. <laughs> uh, I'm going to start with this one here. Uh, using all the group's funds, they convinced the principal to give them a field trip to the West Virginia Ordnance Works. 
to the West Virginia Ordnance Works, an abandoned World War II TNT factory. So first off here, uh, it's ordnance, uh, not ordance. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> like they're not going. They're not going to a nor- to a dance uh, to a dance uh, like a a dancing club a dance club. <laughs> they're they're going to the ordnance works, which is like an abandoned. Um, munitions factory. So uh, ordnance is uh, O R D N A N C E, um, but in the story it's O R dance. <laughs> it's like or dance. Um, so uh, and the next thing I have here, uh, the bus driver drove seven miles away from Point Pleasant and told them to come back if anything mm-hmm. went wrong. And to stay together. So this one's a little bit harder to find if you're just like uh, with me just listen, me just saying it. But it's uh, Point Pleasant specifically should be all capitalized, like like the the two P's should be capitalized because mm-hmm. it's a place, <laughs> like it's the name of a town. It's capitalized oh. at the start. Yeah, it says Point, like Point's capitalized, but then Pleasant is just Pleasant, like no capitalization whatsoever. Well, no, I mean, like, the very first time Point Pleasant is mentioned in the very first paragraph, both are capitalized, but the second instance of it, it is not. Yes. Um, and then my next one here. The six kids jumped off the bus and slowly walked towards the first building of the Ordance Works. Everybody cut loose, foot loose, <laughs> put on your Sunday shoes. <laughs> Uh, that is about the extent of my knowledge of that song of like remembering it from when my sisters like would constantly watch it in the summer <laughs> more than me ironically enough i hate that i hated that movie when i was a kid probably because ironic? my sister well i because well, like now i'm sure i would i wouldn't mind it as much but like as a kid i think i hated it because my sisters watched it incessantly yeah. probably the reason why they hate blade is because i watched the trilogy like incessantly during the summers <laughs> Sounds about right. Um, but moving on, um, yeah, it's just ordinance is is spelled wrong again. Um, then my next one here. Ashley glanced out the window and saw what looked like a raven or crow caw and then fly away. So I got a bit caught up on this one, so I decided to tweak the, the sentence a little bit to read yeah, like this. Too. Ashley glanced out the window and was startled as she saw what looked like a cawing raven or crow. The bird flew off shortly after. And yeah, the reason why I got kind of caught up while reading the story was because I, I kept thinking of like, why are you seeing a caw, the cawing of a raven or a crow? You, like you can't see sound. Yeah, you can't see sound. <laughs> so for clarity, yeah. like it's a bit of a nitpick, but for clarity, it should be like I, I tweaked it so that you you see the raven as it is calling, and then it flies off. Well, uh, my note here is that uh, she can see sound, and she's a witch. Ah, yes. Or maybe she's something more. But we'll get back to that later. Foreshadowing. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Then my next thing here. Uh, he opened it and closed it as he entered, which again made an echoing slam. And this is Michael opening a door, like to go into a new section of the uh, the ordnance works. Uh, and so I tweaked it because it didn't really sit well. That sentence didn't sit well with me, so I redid it. Uh, once they passed it, Michael closed the door, and once again it made an echoing slam. Just to kind of like 
give a little bit more like so you're not saying like it opened he opened it and closed it as he entered like it's okay and it's like what is it and who is this <laughs> uh next thing here um he ran down the hall gasping for breath he heard a short scream lasting for only a second then heard nothing the creature's eyes shone through the darkness and turned towards him he screamed and sprinted down the hall so I feel like the last sentence here should be more like he screamed and continued sprinting further down the hall because there's no at no point did he really like does it say that he stopped he's just like running and turn and like turning his head I guess to look like look down the hall sees the eyes and then he continues running as he screams yeah unless unless there unless we have like a little bit later in the sentence like he stopped as he heard the the, the scream. Looked looked back and saw the, the things, screamed himself, and then continued running or like started up running again. Yeah, you don't need to keep repeating the the same thing that he's already doing. Yeah, and then the next one here. Uh, as he ran, he saw a door on the side of the hallway. Michael gasped and ran ahead. He stopped quickly at it, locked. He looked to his left and saw the eyes getting closer and closer. He screamed again and frantically turned the knob back and forth. Click. The door opened. But but it was locked. <laughs> like, if you're going to go this route in the narrative, maybe maybe describe the door as, like, stuck shut or, like, jammed? Um, yeah. Not specifically locked. Because <laughs> um, that denotes, like, you need a key to, to or a lockpick to open it. Not, you know, or or even, like, maybe if, if Michael just, like, rammed just, the like, door. It's possible he was just, like, um... He's paranoid because he's running away from this monster. So yeah. if you are running away from a monster and you see a door, you grab the handle and it doesn't turn, your first assumption is that it's locked. So yeah, that's why sure. it says locked. But with no other option, what else do you do? You still try opening that in your... Like, fruitlessly Feudal try attempt. to open it, yeah. Yeah. And again, like, yeah, th- maybe have it, like, initially it was locked, but then, like, say at the end, like, like fortunately for him, it was not locked. It was just simply jammed, yeah. or though it was so rusted that it broke. Or you could even have that like it was locked, so he just rammed the door and like basically broke it, like b- busted it open. Yeah, like with his shoulder. That's another option too, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, reading that sentence again, um, just got this part. It was like as he ran, he saw the door to the on the side of the hallway. Michael gasped and got jump scared by a door on the side of the road on, on the side of the hall. Yep. <laughs> Um, and then it's because it's weird because like and ran ahead uh, and then he stopped quickly at it so it's like it, it feels like why did he he gasp at this door that on the side of the, on the side of the hallway but then run keep running <laughs> like uh, like it almost sounds like he's running past it like uh, and like only checks it when he gets closer maybe it should have had that he ran towards it yeah because uh, otherwise then, yeah it's not acknowledging he's going in that direction yeah and then my next one here, uh, there it was. He yelped. And no, that's not, so that sounded like he was like, there it was. He yelped. No, no, yeah, um, it, it kind of sounded like that. Actually. <laughs> it sounded like, that's not what it was, though. It's a, uh, there it was. He yelped and turned around to see its red eyes gazing down on him. He screamed, no, as the silent creature leapt over the table at him. Afterwards, when it was time to leave, Zach, Ben, Josh, and Ashley met outside in the snow and asked each other if they'd seen Michael or Kaylee. 
So th- the first part there, like, at, like as the creature's leaping over the table, it then cuts to another paragraph where it's afterwards, uh, when it was time to leave, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I feel like there should be a horizontal line to like break up this these two sequences in the story because it's a switch of perspective and character and scene like location and even like time to a degree in this part. So like suddenly we flash to another, to we flash to sometime later at another location with new characters. Yeah. Um, like immediately. Cause it's a little bit jarring otherwise. Or like the, the line is good. I, I always like lines. Another option though, if you don't want to do a line is have the leading word be something that makes it very clear that this is a new uh, location. Because if it's like right now, it's just time based, right? Like it says, like later, afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Afterwards yeah, like afterwards, could yeah. be also afterwards inside with um with Michael. Yeah, it's like afterwards when it was time to leave. Like it could have easily, like rather than say Zach Ben it could have said Michael and Kaylee walked out of the uh, walked out of the uh, the factory yeah. in a daze or like like bloodied <laughs> as yeah. they had slain the Mothman, <laughs> or maybe say, they were under the. Or they could be under the thrall of the Mothman, so they're acting kind of weird as they go and meet up with Zach, Ben, and Josh. And then it's like, oh, we, you guys should come up to the top floor where we went. It was wonderful. <laughs> totally. But if yeah. you if you have it be outside, then immediately it's like, okay, well, you're not inside the building anymore. And then if, if it's outside, Zach, Ben, Josh, and Ashley met, waiting for uh, asking to see if they've seen Michael or Kaylee, like right away, you know exactly where you are, who's there. Like you're not with Michael and Kaylee anymore. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Uh, and then my next one here. Uh, also in the sentence, uh, when it says that uh, as, a, as the silent creature leapt uh, over the table, it's, it's L-E-P-T. And I think it's supposed to be L-E-A-P-T. I suppose that makes sense because leap has an A. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and that is my grammar position. So, Mikey, D stands for evil. All right. Uh, I don't have a grammar position, but I do have a conjunction junction. Ooh. And next stop, conjunction junction. Doot, doot. It's Sean to reveal a humanoid creature with glossy feathers. Its feet were scaly and green, with long black talons that seemed to dig into the ground. Its shoulders were about one foot taller than its head, and were tipped with long black wings. And its head, it seemed to push down into its chest, and it had two huge red eyes, as big as dinner plates with no pupils. And no light, yet they still seemed to glow. Its mouth appeared to be either missing or covered by feathers. It unfolded its wings and charged at them. But Kaylee wouldn't budge. It flew as though it were broken. It flew directly over the kids and flew over the kids' heads. It was a drop of blood. It flew up into the sky, and it hasn't been seen since. Ben. Okay. My God. Wow. My God. The, the creature could it turn was a into a, just a, bl- a drop of blood, apparently. 
Yeah. So three things here. <laughs> First off, um, I, I like how you you're basically describing what I'm about to what I'm going to say later. I'm basically going to describe like I'm basically going to reference the description of the creature in my own. I'm basically going to be rereading the same thing. Um, secondly, uh, I I like that the creature. Yeah, it, it like it's just a bl- it's just a drop of blood. <laughs> um, uh, it's it's just like the way it the, the way it comes down like it like it, it it's dro- it's flying unevenly, flies over the kids, drops down, and then flies. It was a drop of blood, and then it flies back up into the sky. It makes it like sound like the uh, drop of blood, almost like a certain water droplet that me and Gamer are aware of that uh, attempted to assassinate his eyeball oh, <laughs> when we were in high school. <laughs> Never so. For all else, not in the know. So, like everybody except for me and gamer. Yeah, everyone. Um, um, when we were in high school, we went uh, on lunch break to like the local Zares. It's like a small walk uh, away from the park from the school, uh, and it was lightly raining. So, gamer had his ball cap on and like sunglasses or like glasses or sunglasses. I can't remember which one they were. They were normal glasses. But yeah, you had glasses on and a build hat on. Um, and we were, it wasn't like torrentially raining. So it was just like a light spit. So we were just kind of walking normally, casually talking and stuff. And I just remember like, we got about halfway to Zares and, and you just like took a step back and like, gah, <laughs> as, as you're, somebody had like pegged you in the eye. And it was like a, it was a raindrop that had like trench run past the bill of your hat around your, your sunglasses. And then just like fired its proton torpedoes directly into your eye. <laughs> Somehow, miraculously, yes. Yeah, or just like kamikazed right into your eyeball with its water drop with its water droplet, uh, and it was just like, how did we? It, it that story like became infamous with our group because of like just what are the odds? And how is it possible? Not just the odds. How is it physically possible? Yeah, exactly. So Still I, I like to think that this this rain that raindrop. What is actually the 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 forefather of this blood drop? <laughs> I mean, yeah, that makes well, sense. Yeah, like the the ranger uh, evolved into this because it hit me in the eye, which hurt and took some of my blood, and then it went off to injure some other poor kid until like decades later. At this point, then all of a sudden, it's only blood. Yeah, like, yeah, I, and honestly, I could see like to make this kind of bit, bit gameable, I could see. Using uh, Knights Black Agents, which has a uh, a toolkit in it for making your own like vampires to uh, throw at your players. Mm. Yeah, I could see like making this like tiny little like water droplet, like blood droplet, like a like micro a weird microscopic vampire creature that like is killing people by like basically just headshotting them. <laughs> and like it, it, we everybody's like thinking their bu- it's a bullet or something like that. Like they just like, they can't find the, it's like the magic bullet, but it's actually just a sentient blood droplet that is just like going around or like it's an organism that is like a, like a water elemental from like the sky, but has, it's gotten a taste for blood after that one attack from on some, some teen in high school. <laughs> um, and has slowly become a, a blood elemental basically. Um, because that's what you can do in uh, nice black agents. It's the same kind of system as like esoterrorist gamer mm-hmm. that I've, I've mentioned earlier. Yeah. So it's like the gumshoe system. And you're basically, instead of like, like agents for an organization hunting down wannabe magicians who are trying to like rip open the world of reality into like a dangerous area, like reality so that magic exists. You are basically like 
Liam Neeson from Taken or like Jason Bourne against a vampire conspiracy of some kind. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, no, that is uh, that's definitely <laughs> what I got from this story with the the, the blood droplet. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, the third thing was also I like how your your rundown of the story does not fuck around. Like we don't get any of the like build up to like the kids being in high school or something. I know they're just attacked by the Mothman. <laughs> like really, there's no like it's ands or buts at the beginning of the sentences until they encounter the Mothman mm-hmm. <laughs> in the in the uh, uh, in the ordnance factory. So. And uh, yeah, that's actually kind of usually how it is, to be honest, because like you fall into these writing traps when you're doing more high pit, like faster pace stuff. Yeah, because I would think because there's less time to think about what you're doing because like, oh, yeah, I want to do this and that and that. So he does this and it does that and it does that. Yeah, you get more excited. Yeah. More caught up in the, the moment. Yeah. The reason Mikey uh, actually does these uh, strings of sentences because he's um, highlighting all those sentences in a story that start with its ands or buts and other words that sentences probably shouldn't start with because there's always better words. Indeed. And with that, uh, move on to Gamer. Oh. Well, only got one left because I only had two for this one. Uh, everyone, Everybody jumped when the door made a loud echoing slam that seemed to echo for hours. So for me, this might be a nitpick. I feel like hours is a bit too specific because like, yeah, it's entirely possible I know, yeah. that yeah. they could be there for hours in this story. So did they actually hear this loud echoing for it's just, actual hours? That would drive me insane. <laughs> if I was like in this, if I was in this like large, like abandoned factory and all I could hear was just this like echoing slamming sound echoing like reverberating like that would drive a human insane with their eardrums or their yeah. eardrums would be bleeding yeah because no <laughs> like that's where the that's where the blood drop was mother was actually carrying them away from safety from the factory like they were right. actually in in grave danger of being of having their brains like <laughs> pop out of their their skulls the mob man grabbed them both and like pulled them out of the uh pulled them out of the factory as like the reverberation was continuing and continuing in like basically recursive like leap uh, feedback loop. And so the blood that strips on the kids outside, uh, they were in a safer area, but the, the, the other kids were in like the danger zone because they slammed again. Remember? Like, so it's like a, it's like doubling up on the slamming. So the blood drop is actually just from the kids ears. Like what was, what was like leaking out of their ears from like the initial, like exposure to the, the feedback loop of, of, uh, of the sound. Seems legit to me. So the Mothman is actually a, a, a good guy, probably part yeah. of the STN, SNTF. Oh, of course, we're, yeah. we're being honest. Yeah. <laughs> and they only hire the the best of the best of the cryptids out there to help humanity. Yeah, that's what with honors. <laughs> In case um, someone's not aware, the SNTF is the Supernatural Task Force, which is a silly slash serious canonical thing that we've come up with that all the <laughs> creepypasta monsters that aren't jerks. Or kid. head canonical, yeah. That's what I say. Quote, quote. Uh, yeah. Um, trying to think of like ways that they can actually better the world instead of yeah. being basically like monsters. Monster. Like every time we explain that the monster is actually a good guy, he's actually working. They're actually working for the SNTF to mm-hmm. like help humanity, not hindrance. And we just—it's all misunderstandings, or it's like cover-ups. Totally. Yeah. For this, I would switch it to something vague, like for ages. Or even shorter, like for minutes, 
yeah. hours just seems a little. I just think for ages, thousand of years ago, the echoing. Like can, <laughs> I, I know, but it's just like that. Like, hey, if you can be critically silly, I can be critically silly. I mean, that's fair enough. <laughs> On your thing, yeah, I'll give you that. It's like just like thousands of years ago, the echoing started and has never stopped. <laughs> Fortunately, the angel Mothman <laughs> saved the children. It's an angel now. Yeah, well, I mean, they, they, like thousands world. of years, thousands of years from now, like when that when that story is being told, Mothman would definitely be seen as an angelic being because yes. he's a winged creature. He saved children. This is true. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's that's all I got for grammar. Okay, then uh, I suppose we'll move on to actual thoughts here. So I'm going to start with this quote here. Uh, Every week they would choose another cryptid to discuss and another member to research it. They quickly flew through the list of cryptids easily, from the Ahul to the Zanzibar leopard. Eventually, in December, they were at a loss of cryptids to research, until one member learned of another local legend, the Mothman. Wow. So, not to throw shade at these fictional high school, or is it high schoolers or middle schoolers? They are middle schoolers. Oh, fuck. Okay. I have it in my notes of high schoolers. So, not to throw shade at these fictional middle schoolers. That makes it even worse. Um, But you live in Point Pleasant, West Virginia. There is a goddamn statue, cafe, museum, and pizza named after the Mothman. He's kind of a big deal in your hometown. Like, this is all, it's not like it's these, these like museums and these like statues and stuff like that aren't like, small parts of town or on the outskirts. These are in the downtown core. Like your town celebrates the Mothman as a as a local legend. Currently it since does. Since 1966. Like, <laughs> currently it does, but when does this take place? Okay, like I always I thought it was like the 80s or 90s like these or maybe even the early aughts like when these kids are like doing this. I mean it feels like Mothman's it, yeah. only been around since the 60s. Mothman's only been around since like 66. Mhm. So and the only like tech related thing we have in here is a bus. Yeah, when do, when do buses come out? <laughs> oh wait, why do we lose? Uh-oh, I think we lost Mikey. Do we stop or just keep going? And we're back <laughs> after some uh, technical difficulties. Te- technical difficulties. That's not the name of our podcast. Nope. No, <laughs> yeah. uh, you'll be happy to know, audience, that Mikey was not uh, sent into a black hole along with the town he's living in, uh, as we all feared. <laughs> when he dropped off the uh, the face of the internet. <laughs> that any sane person should, well, quote-unquote sane person should assume, yeah. right? There's certainly not a cover-up going on right now in, in that in that town. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, was, we were hit by the uh, echo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> yes, yes, the echo. <laughs> oh, God. All right, um, so... Yeah, gamer. I think you were you're trying to devil's advocate me as like where when are these kids? Um, how how long like how long ago did this story take place? Like, of yeah, these like kids? did it take place before the Mothman was even a thing? But if that was yeah. the case, would there be this many other cryptids before the Mothman? Because Mothman I mean, seems pretty OG. Yeah. Or specifically, like, would there be this many cryptids that that? High schoolers from a town from a town in West Virginia would know about necessarily if yeah. it was like. Again, like you're, you're. I think you were trying to say, like, uh, when, when when were buses made? Because <laughs> that's the like the mo- the most technological thing we found. Yeah, 1915 was the first bus. 
yeah, so I, I don't know necessarily if like the Zanzibar leopard or the Ahul, which is from Java, the islands, not the coffee, uh, <laughs> as Gamer was asking earlier, yeah. um, uh, was uh, would would have been in the um, uh, in the public eye of like some Americans. <laughs> um, so um, yeah, I'm 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 I was kind of guessing that these kids are probably from like the nineties or like the early two thousands at best um, is what I was putting the story in. Um, but it could have even been in the eighties and such. Um, Either way, the Mothman's a thing and they should. Yeah. Know. Yeah. Cause I mean the Mothman, like there was a pretty big craze that lives on today now uh, with the Mothman and such. So, um, but uh, yeah, the, I, it was just, I yeah, I just read all that. Yeah. Yeah, it was saying like bring up a hool and the Zanzibar leopard. And the f- first thing I thought to myself after reading that whole sentence when they're saying like they finally came across the Mothman, like who the <laughs> hell is a hool and the Zanzibar leopard? They're popular, but the Mothman isn't. Yeah, I'm. I'm. From, I knew what the I I knew of the hool like by name. Um, and then I like I had to like look up what it was to, like to refresh like what it what it looked like and stuff. Um, I'm not familiar with the Zanzibar leopard as a cryptid as a as a uh, as as a relative cryptid aficionado. <laughs> Uh, so that's a new one on me, but that's all out though. Like (laughs) that is, that is a, that is a, that's a deep cut, sir. Is it? (laughs) Or madam or madam. (laughs) The Zanzibar leopard. I'm guessing it's kind of like a Tasmanian tiger where like, they still like the, it's like, um, an animal that's not supposed to be on the islands or like that place. Yeah. Um, that is, or like was went extinct, but now there's, there's still sightings of it. Like that's what happened with the Tasmanian tiger is, um, it went extinct in the in the early 20th century, and like there's still reports every so often of one uh, somewhere in the wilds of of uh, of Tasmania. So, mm-hmm. but uh, I digress. Also, going back to like this kid, the fact that these kids are in a cryptid club, uh, I honestly thought that the cryptozoology club, which admittedly I wish my high school had, <laughs> um. Was founded because of the Mothman stuff in their town. To go back to like you know the fact that these kids like don't know what the Mothman is initially. <laughs> um, like, it's weird to me that they started a cryptozoology club, not knowing the biggest, most famous local cryptid from their town <laughs> ahead yeah. of time. It's kind of weird. <laughs> the way that it should have been worded, I say should have, but like I'm. I have the right to say this, but the way that I would prefer it being written is they started in this club. Everyone knows about the, uh, the Mothman, but they were going through all the other ones. And the last one that they wanted to do and do a super deep dive on is the Mothman after they've already looked up all the ones that they didn't know about. Yeah. Yeah. They wanted to save Mothman for dessert. Yeah. Yeah. No, that see, that's where I would have gotten from. Yeah. Um, but yeah, especially when these kids are like doing deep cuts, like the Ahul and the Zanzibar leopard. Yeah. No, who's Bigfoot? <laughs> That's old news. Mm-hmm. Loch Ness monster, Nessie. Nah, fuck that. <laughs> um, I'm trying. I'm literally like, trying, like, like searching my brain. It's like um, rake. The rake's actually more of an internet thing, not the. So- oh, they get these kids are from like that. Yeah, uh, the chupacabra. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, I, there's one. I could go on, honestly. The Toronto, the Toronto sewer monster. Yes, <laughs> that's a deep cut for for Canadian. I didn't even really know about that until like a couple of years ago. So, mm-hmm. um, 
but I, I, I digress yet again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, back to uh, back to the story and to my comments and quotes. Uh, starting with the uh, going, continuing with this next quote. The building was dirty inside, with brick walls, broken machines here and there, and one shattered window, which was the only source of light in the dimly lit building. So this is these are the kids. These kids are going in December, like the middle of winter, into an abandoned munitions factory that has been and and they they got permission to start do a field trip with their teachers. Why did the principal allow a field trip to urban explore in such a dangerous and dingy place? Like this seems like a. Yeah, yeah. This seems like a paperwork nightmare for that school. <laughs> that school, like, and yeah, they are unsupervised, saved for the bus driver who's waiting out in the bus. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like I don't like. I may not be. It it may have been a hot couple of decades since I went to high school, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure every field trip we went on, even in high school, we were specifically supervised by a chaperone or a teacher um mm. especially like, and we went to like gorges and like national park stuff and like like museums and such even in a museum like the rom there was there was supervision going on like we were we were in the same room as one of the teachers at a given point or there was like yeah these kids are just urbexing across this uh this like dangerous ancient munitions factory <laughs> at also, this point are they even high school like it says middle school fuck god damn it i read uh, over wait, I, on, I must have on. yeah i thought since, it was high school since his father passed away when he was seven then it says in his middle school he was in cryptozoology and it starts talking about that and the leader in the group five friends okay i I, I apologize i thought it was high school middle no. school yeah middle school <laughs> middle school yep. <laughs> these kids got like permission to go on a field trip to this munitions plant unsupervised <laughs> when they're grade seven or eight i got to talk to adam from rpx about uh <laughs> about the about the school systems in america <laughs> <laughs> but maybe the principal's like oh it's for the mothman of course yeah i love oh, yes. the mothman yeah, we're all. Yeah, we're. I've, uh, the school is definitely not um, being funded by the uh, by the tourism board of Point Pleasant, and of like Mothman not. being our mascot. <laughs> we're totally not going to have the uh, uh, the bus driver like videotape this, so we can add this to like a <laughs> the found footage. Yeah, <laughs> document. <laughs> it's like, yeah, God. Yeah, no, this is like ridiculous. <laughs> like, like. So I was on the impression it was high school. This no. is middle school. This is even more so bullshit. <laughs> I'm calling. Mm-hmm. Again, though, I still like also in, in middle school. I wish we had a cryptozoology club. <laughs> oh hell yeah, yeah, that's that's rad as hell. <laughs> um, all right, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, so one thing I actually bring up to this, uh, to make it gameable, <laughs> um, little fierce or monster, monster and other childish things. One hundred percent. Like these kids are what seven, ten, about that age. I don't think they're that tall. Oh, age. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, like, yeah, Little Fears, where you can play as, like, basically, like, six to 12-year-olds. Yeah. Um, And uh, you're basically, like, living out, like, a a a child a childhood horror movie like uh like goonies or monster squad or a goosebumps or are you afraid of the dark sort of like scenario Mm -hmm. uh 100 this story would be perfect fodder for a scenario where 
you're part of the cryptozoology club of your middle school, you've been allowed to go on a field trip to the ordnance factory outside of town. For normal reasons. <laughs> yeah, for, for, for reasons. Uh, maybe like maybe the bus driver is a cousin or something like that. So he's like, he's also going to be the chaperone. I'd, I'd obviously have a chaperone with the characters and, and then it's up for the characters to get killed or, or immediately have the characters attempt to, um, to shake the character off. Like, oh, yeah, th- that's the thing. Like they, they, yeah, they're Cartman and butters when they're all at the, uh, um, when they're on the field trip to the, uh, pioneer village and they skip out to go to super fun time. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um. Yeah. It's just like, the hell. The fuck, dude. The uh, fuck, dude. The fuck. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. Like. Obviously, like that's that's one hundred percent that. And then like for monster, monster and other childish things. I keep wanting to say monster of the week because the same or very similar titles. Yes. Uh, monster of the week might work as well because you can in the in the new expansion for it, uh, tome of uh, tome of mysteries. You can they they do have some some ground rules you can set like you can set up for the option of playing a monster of the week game as children or as teens like kids on bikes sort of thing like uh, Stranger Things, mm-hmm. um, but and even like kids on bikes which is another RPG that where you, where you play as kids, uh like or t- or or young teens, um in like a small town and stuff like that. Um, I mean, there's amazing easily... bicycle rules in that. Uh, I mean, it's it's more of just a genre. <laughs> like oh, that's what the the title is insinuating. I'm disappointed. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, oh, if you're playing as like monster, monster and other childish things, where you're monster kids, so you already have a monster. Uh, so that would be a perfect in on like your cryptozoology club. Like the reason why all the kids in the cryptozoology club are in the cryptozoology club is because they all have a cryptid yeah. <laughs> as a friend. So it's like sort of like a like a like a, a niche friend, like a, like a friend group and club that they've started because of their monsters. And then they go to point the the ordinance place to go look for the 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 big bad Mothman, who seems to be much more of a predator in this one than he has been in any of the sightings and stuff like that. Like in in the sightings and stuff like that, he just flies over people and spooks them, uh, or like just flies off, like flies around like nearby. He doesn't actually like. I don't think anybody's gone missing as a result of the Mothman. <laughs> um, I mean, we don't technically know what he did. I mean, we don't. There was a like. We don't, and yet we. But it's there's there's insinuation that he like straight up just geeked, um, Ashley. Was it Ashley or is it a Kaylee? Yeah, Kaylee and Michael. Like Kaylee, like screamed, and then her scream was cut short, (laughs) and then Michael, like he like no, and then like it left over him, and then we cut away to the other people, and then it flies over them, and blood is on its talons as it drips down on the kids below. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, for all you know, it left the warehouse by breaking through a window and it cut itself on the way out because it was scared from uh, michael screaming at him so he ran away <laughs> maybe <laughs> probably not but <laughs> no i think i think it's insinuated that like the yeah. both michael and kaylee died yeah. <laughs> were eaten or killed by the mothman um but yeah like that kind of thing again like you have a monster of the week monster of the childish things little fears kids on bikes that kind of genre of of kid adventures where you're playing as like middle schoolers uh, that are, and dealing with the supernatural or horror aspect, like mm-hmm. 100%. That's my thing for this. Um, and that's just something I just came up with off the fly. Like I was just like, while we were, while we were talking about it, the cryptozoology club, I was like, why haven't I done, why didn't I put notes down for a crypt for a gameable thing on this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, 
But moving on to my next thing here, this is kind of a beef I have with the story, specifically with the description of the Mothman itself. So <clears throat> the two huge red eyes, no, sorry, the two huge red lights seemed to glow. My response initially when I read that, I was like, I mean, that's that's what lights do. <laughs> wow. They, they tend to glow. And, and then it continued on into the next bit here. So this is the, the next quote that I, I mentioned earlier. Uh, I'm basically just repeating what Mikey did uh, for uh, their conjunction junction. Michael's arms or Michael's arm twitched as he slowly raised the flashlight to the lights. It shone to reveal a humanoid creature with glossy feathers. Its feet were scaly and green with long black talons that seemed to dig into the ground. Its shoulders were about one foot taller than its head and were tipped with long black wings and its head. It seemed to be pushed down into its chest, and it had two huge red eyes, as big as dinner plates, with no pupils and no light, yet they still seemed to glow. Its mouth appeared to be either missing or covered by feathers. Okay, so that's actually a really good thing that the story is doing by describing the details that have always been brought up when mentioning... when when. When describing the Mothman from original sightings and stuff like that, like th- this is basically like how people describe the Mothman, um, incorporating uh, except for the eyes, um, not the, not not the details specifically. Like that's spot on. Like they are always seen as these giant red orbs that glow, but it's the way they glow without light. Um, again, like from earlier, it's like it's it seemed to uh, the two huge red lights seem to glow. Like it's saying that. It's saying it's glowing earlier, but then with no light, it glowed. Now, in the second part here, the reason why that's not glowing is, or the reason why there's no light, but it, it seems to glow, could be that like the eyes are kind of like how nocturnal animals have like that red yeah. spot when you shine a light on it. But then earlier, it was like sh- it was shining a uh, red light on like down with a glow. So <laughs> it says like the two huge red lights seem to glow. Well, that just might mean if you see a if you put a flashlight on a cat in a in the dark, it's in the distance. Or if you're looking at a cat in the dark, yeah, his eyes will seem to glow, but they're not actually glowing. They're glowing. Yeah, that's okay. You know, that's that's fair. Like, I'm I'm now thinking on it again. The kids had flashlights in the dark room, and even if they didn't have it shine directly at the Mothman's eyes, the eyes would still be showing up in the darkness. Yeah, much like how like when you see a cat or or uh, a nocturnal animal in, out in the darkness. Even if you don't have your flashlight shined on it, you'll see the eyes first. Yeah. Also, okay. Dinner plate sized. How big is the freaking Mothman, oh, dude? Oh no, yeah, that's how they describe it. Like, the, yeah, the, the, the Mothman's like bigger, like bigger than a person in most cases. And it's just like basically, its head. It, it doesn't really. It's, a lot of the times, the, the people don't even describe it as having a head. It's just like in its chest area. There are just these giant red dinner plate eyes. Almost like, and it's also one of the reasons why a lot of, I I know, I know that, well, it's a big animal. It's a big creature. It's it's, a bear. Three times as big as a bear. Yeah. Honestly, a lot of people have described like a thing, like a lot of the theories of the Mothman is that it's actually a giant mutant owl, like a massive owl, because it doesn't have a head like people or like, or its head seems to be really close to its like chest area. Kind of like how an owl's silhouette is in some cases. So, um, yeah, oh, man, it doesn't sound as cool though. 
What? Owl Man doesn't sound as cool. As the one with Mothman. I mean, there is an Owl Man cryptid in England. <laughs> oh, sorry to insult the Owl Man cryptid. <laughs> yeah, hang on. The Owl Man. I think it's from England. I remember it's in one of my uh, my Mysteries of the Unexplained cryptid books. I have it on my shelf. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the Cornwall Owl Man from England. Yeah, and it's basically the Mothman, but an owl. <laughs> but it's it's more it's direct more directly like um, described as an owl. So, but, uh, yeah, um, moving on to my last note for actual thoughts. So this is, so the kids are all meeting up at the, like, uh, like all the surviving kids <laughs> are meeting up at the bus and stuff like that. And like wondering where Michael and Kaylee are. Um, and like asking if they'd seen Michael and Kaylee, nobody had. So they sighed, puffed up, puffed out clouds of warm air and kicked their feet off of the ground and began flying. For it turned out they were in fact a group of mothkin hiding among the human populace. My God! <laughs> yeah, I just like <laughs> so. Yeah, it, the the set, the actual sentence for the story stops at them like kicking their feet off the ground, and then I added in and begin flying because that's immediately what I thought was going to happen <laughs> like when they said because like, I, I get what they're saying is like they're describing like they're basically like kicking their feet like like just kicking their kicking their feet in the dirt. I'm guessing is what they meant. Or like maybe turning around to like look at the uh, the like see, go find M- Michael and Kaylee, but the way it's described, the way it initially comes off to me, it's just like they just kicked kicked their feet off the off the ground, uh, puffed out a coal, puffed out clouds of warm air, and began flying because <laughs> they were in fact Mothmen. <laughs> yeah, honestly, the, the the kicking your feet off the ground almost sounds like they're dancing, you know. <laughs> they're from the ordnance they're, they're at the ordnance factory yeah so they're just like they're just, foot loose foot loose maybe the uh ultimate title for this is mothman or dance <laughs> nice <laughs> nice mothman or dance that's kevin bacon happened you well, either have the yeah. mothman attack or you dance yeah. That's what happened to the kids. That's the ritual. That's in, in, in my in my Monster of the Week game or like any of the games, that's gonna be one of the thing, ways of like of countering the Mothman is that you have to do a dance off ritual. Yes. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. One of the characters, the NPC, the the bus driver might be Kevin Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> uh wow. If the best but yeah, that's is ever. Yeah, the best worst. <laughs> yep. Um, worst. But that is my my actual thought. It's just like the end of my actual thoughts. I, I I'm ending on a silly note of just they're Mothmen, <laughs> the kids in the cryptozoology club. Yep. <laughs> they lured their friend Michael and Kay- their, their friends Michael and Kaylee out into the ordnance uh, factory so that they their their buddy could uh, could have a snack. <laughs> Maybe their patron god or their like. They're the 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 there's the 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 mat the the creature that sired them is like who's waits out there and like lets them like go into human populations to like lure new victims in so that he he doesn't have to do all the work of hunting. It was a pretty long con. They did research yeah. <laughs> on so, on every other cryptid. <laughs> well, that was Michael and Kaylee's idea. The other one is like, yeah, sure, let's do that. This could take forever. <laughs> like, Dad's gonna be really hungry by yeah. December. 
<laughs> like we started this in, in we started this in August September. That's why the Mothman didn't fuck around. Like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, finally, he really here. did not. He really did not fuck around in this story. I was actually kind of was anybody else surprised by that? But like, I don't really know enough about the Mothman to know one way or another. I mean, no, like Mothman generally will not like again, like in any of the stories and stuff. He just flies over people, yeah, or like I, just like that's flies around. So like, he doesn't attack. Name, like, and I know, like, he's not super aggressive. Otherwise, they wouldn't yeah. be like memorializing him as uh, some some dude that's cool. I mean, he's cool, but he's also like he's also enigmatic, so like nobody knows if he's bad or good. Yeah. Um. I think there was actually in I think on on BuzzFeed Unsolved that when they went to when they went to Point Pleasant and they got a story from the Mothman. So one of the people I can't I don't know if I'm remembering this right. Somebody described like a story to them of like a Mothman trying to steal somebody's baby. Okay. <laughs> So maybe he is more of a predator, like an owl-like predator creature. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, uh, I've I digress. I'm uh, Mikey. Your actual thoughts? So when they get the ordnance factory. Or dance. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, they walked through the large main room, dragging their feet as they walked. Uh, are, are they zombies? <laughs> Zombie I mean, Clearly, they don't want to be there at all. Okay. It's not like they're in a cryptozoology like club. Yeah. And they they came here because of their huge enjoyment of cryptids and researching them i know it's not like they're why are they yeah also um a bit more of a uh a thing for the for monster of the week or monster and other childish things uh you take the weird kid abilities and they're all zombie kids Ah. as part of the rather than have rather than have monster friends they are the monsters no john you are the demons (laughs) versus zombies why is that not a seafy movie Sorry, Mikey. <laughs> yeah. My next actual thought uh, I have the quote here. They crept down the hallway, which was pitch black aside from the flashlight. And then later, when the Mothman appears, they he just starts running down the hallway. There's no mention of using the flashlight to see where he's going. Yeah. They're just running into the dark. Yeah, that's never good. Panicking, maybe? Yeah. Oh, and you know what would have been cool? Is if, like, he ran down the hallway, turned a corner, and there was another set of eyes. Ooh, yeah. That would be cool. Like, either the Mothman's Jason Voorheesing it around, like, just teleporting. Yeah. Or there's more than one Mothman. There's Mothmen. <laughs> Mothkin, as I was saying, as I said earlier. Yeah. Moth, like, Mothcork. It's a moth fam. Yeah, there's the huge one that are like dinner plate eyes, and then these are like uh like tea um like tea serving plate. Hang on, eyes. I gotta look I gotta Yeah. I oh ooh ooh sorry I just got I had to Google what the plural group of, of moth of moths are for this. So it's an eclipse of Mothmen. That's pretty sick. <laughs> that is fucking awesome. That's what they call a, a group of moths. An eclipse of moths. 
and they show up only during a certain phase, so it's like an eclipse phase. <laughs> oh shit! Ah, <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, no, I, I definitely with you there, Mikey. Though, um, like having him turn the corner in the darkness, and then just have seeing another set of eyes, or having the same set of eyes like pop up down the down the corridor he's running towards. It just like would ump the ante on like, oh shit, for sure. You fucked. <laughs> so yeah, he would totally be running into walls and shit. He doesn't know where he's going. Or tripping on like the detritus of this place. Like, yeah. Maybe even falling through a floor. Like, cause you're not looking. Cause again, this place is like. So I'm I've I've been assuming this is either in the 80s or 90s. This factory, even back in the in the 60s, was old because it was an abandoned munitions plant from the from World War II. Yeah. So like they it was probably decommissioned in like the forties. Yeah. Like the late forties. So yeah, that's a long time for like for something to, for concrete and metal even to sit and just not uh, just to sit out in the elements. So Yeah. So like the whole running in pitch blackness. Yeah. And there's no mention of what he's doing with his flashlight. I guess it's just assumed, like, but I yeah, hate it's, that. It's, that's what they're doing. <laughs> so I'm with you there, hundred percent. Yeah, I'm, honestly, I'm kind of with you as well. Like, I I can assume and not be angered by that, but <laughs> I, I I get you. Like, it would be better to have a a detail in this in this instance. Yeah, and then my uh, last actual thought here um, is that. The falling of the blood. It, blood, blood. It, it didn't have that much of an impact on me because it could have just been raspberry jam. Sure. Like, like, like that. <laughs> <laughs> or because the Mothman invited uh, Michael and Kylie to uh, Scodes. I mean, that makes perfect sense, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The Mothman's actually on his was actually on his lunch break from the SNTF. Yeah, <laughs> and had like was it was enjoying some scones out in, the, out in his his uh, his sector of the of the uh, of the world. Yeah, I mean he hates being interrupted. Uh, That's why he got angry. But then after the yeah. rage went down, he's like, "All right, you know what? You guys are here. He, you guys are just kids. You want something to eat before you go?" Yeah, because we're doing a lot of running around. <laughs> yourself out <laughs> and then he got he got and then he got like a he got a message on his on his uh on his pager <laughs> uh tell then that's why he like scre- that's why he flew off yep makes perfect sense to me yeah uh yeah so anyway uh for me uh that would have had more of an impact if uh instead of blood he dropped their disembodied heads honestly I, I I was kind of hoping for more than just blood, just like blood droplets. Like it should have been yeah. like, or like heard an them arm scr- or leg. Yeah, like an <laughs> arm or leg, or even like heard Shoot. them screaming amidst him. Like he's carrying them off somewhere. Like like at the end of Jeepers Creepers. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, it's Jeepers something to up the creep factor, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like yeah. the blood drop of blood. That's got, like they're like, huh? What's this? Like it's on the palm of their hands, and then just thing like a a thud from a, a, up on the on the bus, and there's like a body part or like a whole body 
like just brutalized on the on the top of the bus where it where it dropped. Like a decapitated body. Yeah. Yeah. For me, like I, I mean, they are they are middle schoolers now that I think about it. Yeah, so like it's it's weird, mm, right? But like it, as it is right now, it is kind of tasteful. But like maybe maybe just something a little bit more, but not too bad. Yeah. <laughs> what I felt in mm. regards to the blood drop, I also wasn't really taken back by it. Be like, oh, because we basically know what happened because it's left to assume that Mothman's already killed both of them. And we saw exactly, well, we quote unquote saw quote unquote exactly how that happened. So there's no twist. We know they died. Yeah. Yeah. Like we don't see them get like gutted or like, we just hear like a, a, a screen get, sh- get cut short and then it cuts away as the creature leaps onto Michael and then it cuts to the kids. And it's like, so yeah, you're left to assume. And I honestly, like that way's good. Like that, those, those are often good ways to assume, like to leave things to be assumed because like it's tasteful. Um, but yeah, the, <laughs> like the, the blood droplets, like to me, it was just like, okay, yeah, that, that just kind of confirms it. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, that's in the max for that. Okay. And gamer. All right, for me, uh, let's see. So uh, my first note is, we've already talked about it a little bit, but I'll just glance over it. The fact that they're allowed to go on a um, trip by themselves. Yeah. And they basically bribed the principal, by the way. You didn't bring that up. Yeah, yeah, they saved, they saved, yeah, the, 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 the their savings, basically. Like, they, using all the group's they, funds, they convinced the principal to give them a field trip. So they straight up bribed them. That- yeah, that yeah. We, that's why they didn't get a chaperone. It's all under the table from the from the principal. Also, again, that principal is corrupt as fuck. Yeah, right on the freaking like, shadow trip <laughs> instead of a shadow run. Shadow trip. <laughs> yeah, shadow trip. Well, now we're going to run this in shadow run. Sorry, Mikey. Yep, of course. Well, yeah. At that point, your character. Uh, hang on, hang on. Your character, the shadow runners, are the, the bus driver, and then like the. Uh, the guys that the principal has called has has hired to watch over them from a sh- from the dis- from a distance or like from the shadows like make sure these kids don't go get attacked by anything because yeah. they're going out into like a really like sketchy part where like some supposed cryptid has been sighted. The kids are like you can't have any chaperones and the principal's like yeah okay fine no chaperones winking with both eyes. And the kids <laughs> and like the reason oh no the reason why like so they they bribed him in the Shadowrun game they've also got some blackmail on the principal like that's why they, 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 the 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 principal's even going along with that oh shit like yeah like he's had an affair or something they they found that out or something like that because they're probably like some Decker kids yeah. <laughs> that they hacked into like so, into his private accounts yep. <laughs> and, and so this this, this principal's like called to like some Shadowrun is like oh, I need you to how do you guys feel about offing some kids? <laughs> okay, I was gonna go there. I was like, literally, like the kid, like the principal's just like, fuck, he's in like this tight spot. He's not gonna kill the kids, but he's in this tight spot where like he's gotta let these kids do this field trip because they're asshole like brat kids mm-hmm. that have like f- uh, are bribing him, but also like blackmailing him with this like stuff. But he needs to make sure that they're okay because they're going to a very dangerous location, yeah. so that he gets shadow runners. Honestly, this could be really fun. <laughs> Just playing like basically, it's it's kind of like Home Alone, but if Marv and Harry were there to like watch watch uh, Kevin, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> like, and it just yeah, I kind of think that would be really fun. <laughs> that seemed kind of weird and fun. Yep. But moving on, mm-hmm. Michael opened a door for them to go through atop a set of rusty stairs. 
though Joshua insisted that they go through the, another door just underneath the stairs, Ashley insisted yet another door. Zach, fed up with the bickering, suggested that they split up into groups. Zach went with Joshua, Ashley went with Ben, Michael went with Kaylee. They agreed to meet at the bus if anything went wrong. Just read that, I'm like, these kids think they are the players of One Last Die, our tabletop role-playing sister podcast, where we seem to always split the group to varying results of success. Wow, that was an awesome plug. Thank You're you. You're welcome. <laughs> We do seem to do that yeah, a lot. Does it annoy you when we do that? By the way, no, not at all. It, I, in fact, I, I encourage splitting the party. Okay, it's easy. It's easier to kill you that way. I'm sorry, <laughs> nothing. Okay, thought I heard something. Anyways, uh, <laughs> so then we get to the part where the Mothman shows up, and uh, it's she was cut off by the sound of the door slamming. A quickly scraping. They heard low scraping steps coming closer. And like, but like, it's all dark, so they can't see, even though he has a flashlight in his hand at this point. And realistically, in the shock of hearing a loud noise behind you when you're already using the flashlight to see where you're going, you would spin around and point the flashlight at it instinctfully. Right? Necessarily. There's definitely been some times where I've heard like a sound and I've been like hesitant to like shine a light. I'll turn the light off because so that it can't see me. Yeah, but like on quickly spinning around, you know, like that's an instinctfully instinct. Maybe like not all the time, but with your flashlight, you're not wrong. But like, it's not every time. It's not like, yeah. And then like they stared in horror and silence as the steps became louder and louder. Then again, I have another note. You have a flashlight. You can see what it is. Then two yes. dim red lights peered down the hall. Kaylee wanted to ask what they were, but her throat seemed to swell shut. You could see it if you had a flashlight, though. <laughs> like, you the you are under. Better. I think you are underestimating the 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 gripping power of fear. Um, like you don't act rationally when you're afraid or like even freaked out. Like in these kind of situations. Yes, I agree with you. <laughs> However, I didn't get the the whole problem with this, and the reason that I ke- I'm keeping like hammering home the fact that they have a flashlight, they can see it, is. <laughs> I didn't get the fear. I, like it didn't hit as as hard as it should have been hitting. You know? Yeah, it, that's true. It should it, they should have like up to because like we do get kind of some as like um, Ashley gets freaked spooked by a freaking raven jump scare. <laughs> um, so like we should have we should but we should have more we should have had more of that pre right before they went into the dark spaces and stuff like that and encountered the Mothman. Like had them that they were kind of on edge by the place like while they were in there. Mm-hmm. But even when he showed up, like I only really clued in a hundred percent the level of fear that they were at at the start of the next paragraph, when he says like he shakily tries to like raise his flashlight because again the whole yeah. time I would assume that you would be pointing the flashlight at it, being like wondering what it is because you wouldn't immediately assume it's a monster. Like you have friends in the area, they may have come in and like made a loud noise behind you or something or like a wild animal or something i mean to that point i've told the coyote story before a hundred times on the show okay um we had flashlights on that trip and i as soon as i heard like um like snapping sounds near like like next to us like on the trail i looked over but i did not shine my flashlight at it i just looked over and just saw eyes and i was not raising my flashlight at those eyes Okay, then I I so, have in that situation myself, so I will. I mean, you might be different. Well, no, no, no. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying, like, 
it's not always 100% what you think it is like yeah. in that, in that situation, like you might be different. You might've shown your light at the coyotes and maybe they would have just been scared off or maybe they would have attacked. <laughs> um, I don't know what, how, how coyotes would react to like having their, having their eyes flash banged by a flashlight. Much. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Back to this though. Yes. The whole reason that I, this whole scene wasn't described very well to me is because of how it's saying they quickly spun around and stuff to me personally, if it was, they quickly looked over their shoulder and mm-hmm. that would make more sense because they would still, their body would still be facing the other direction where the flashlight is, but you're just quickly looking over your shoulder. So right away, okay, you're not looking at it. But then if yeah. it says they quickly look over their shoulder, over their shoulder, and then they stared in horror and silence, unable to move, like deer in the headlight situation, then it's like, okay, so he's frozen in fear. He can't put the flashlight on him. I had to get yeah. to the next paragraph to get the feeling that he's frozen in fear and he's actually having to struggle to lift the flashlight up. That's true. But I'll move on from that now. And then the attack happens and he's running away and all that. I kind of wish he was like calling out for help or the others were hearing this happening. Like This entire thing is so focused on the two that are attacked by the Mothman, the other characters didn't do anything. No, the they probably, yeah, like, they just, they meet, Mike, Michael and Kaylee die. <laughs> like, they have their encounter and die. And then we cut to the next, to the other kids who just, who, who've come back to the, the ordinance, or come back to the bus, uh, uh, like, to, re, to reconvene. I'm guessing time has passed. And like, but what, what did they find? Like, did they, I get, like, we should at least have something where it's like, they f- didn't find anything. They just like, we're, we're getting cold and weren't seeing anything interesting. So they just decided to head back to the bus. <laughs> yeah. Like there's all these characters and there's only two of them that are used. Yeah. The characters did nothing. I mean, granted, I love that we got everybody's name <laughs> in this I story. Didn't. I'm like, <laughs> really? I mean, like at the same time, like, I, I guess, I mean, I'm fine with them not having it, names, but them having names yeah. doesn't matter when they're cardboard cutouts that do nothing. That That's fair, yeah. The same story would have happened if it was just the two characters yes. that died. <laughs> like, yeah. And it just ended with the bus driver. And the like, bus driver's just like, where, where are they? And at that point, it wouldn't even be a bus it would, because, the, because there would only be two people, so it's just the Uber driver yeah, <laughs> or the much, taxi yeah. ca- the the cab driver. Or the the chaperone, the chaperone who just who's who's just the driver to the, for them. Pretty much, yeah. And yeah, like in regards to the building and everything, all of them were in the building, checking the place out. And the building was reportedly by them loud enough to have an echo that lasted for hours. So, what do you think would happen with screams? <laughs> yeah, like clanking and smashing and stuff. They would hear it. So I wish there was some yeah. connection to like during the escape, he could hear his friends like running around and calling out to him. Like just something as simple as that. We don't need to cut to them. Just reference them. They're there. They're there somewhere. Yeah. In that in that massive expanse of a building, apparently. Mm-hmm. Suddenly apparently well, because they he closes that one door. Apparently, when he closed that door, airtight. Like soundproof. Oh yeah, the entire uh, room section, that they're in, yeah. The entire wing that they're in. Because it's not just one room, it was like a whole wing. Yeah. Like, right? Because that there's hallways he was running through. He didn't open a door to get to go through the hallway again. He I think it there I think he, they just like went to like one section of the building. But that as soon as they close that one door, yeah, soundproof. Yeah, <laughs> they're clearly in the section where they test the dynamite. So it's yeah. soundproof so it doesn't <laughs> like scare everyone that's already working on making dynamite and stuff, right? 
Yeah, clearly. Uh, totally, that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, everyone knows about the soundproof rooms of uh, when they're when they're testing the uh, the chemical reactions of uh, of TNT. Yeah, everyone does. Duh. It's the it's the spot where like there's the conveyor belt and like Daffy Duck is uh, and uh, is just like smashing the or like like tinging the uh, the tip of the uh, of the uh, the artillery Wand, shells yeah. <laughs> and testing which one's a dud. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Well, Looney Tunes. But I'll move on. Yeah. Yep. So uh, two kids died. Yeah. Yep. The principal is so fucked. Was the 50, <laughs> oh, yeah. was the fifty bucks worth it? It couldn't have been more than that from a bunch of like seven or eight graders, right? <laughs> Yeah, legitimately. Like, how much do they? How much? Was, how? What? What were the funds for the for the cryptozoology club? Mm-hmm. Like, twenty bucks, fifty bucks. Yeah. I I I was gonna like, I was actually gonna be generous and say a hundred, but mm. like, yeah, fifty dollars is probably more reasonable. Like, that's probably like what they got for like doing like a door to door like candy like chocolate bar sales or something yeah, like allowance and everything. Yeah. Yeah, it was probably like allowances or like lawn mowing gigs. Mm. God, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That principle is so fucked. And honestly, like, if I re- when I run that Shadowrun game, that's exactly like I'm gonna have a collateral damage like table for like whenever like you guys lose a kid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's getting deducted from your your points, but it's all like it's getting deducted from your pay, like your final pay. Mm. But it's also like how much in trouble is that? How fucked is that principle? Like that's literally gonna be the name of the chart. How fucked is the principle? Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yep. And then my last one is uh like when it flies over the kids and like drops the blood and everything. And then it says uh flew up into the sky and hasn't been seen since. Mothman Ben mumbled, cometh. That's how you react to seeing this happen? <laughs> yeah. It's not yeah. the most natural of a title drop. It's the weirdest one I've ever heard, to be frank. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's strange, man. Cometh. Yeah, of course it's Ben like, would say that. Ben is that's such a Ben. Ben's a Ben's right? a, well Ben's, a, Ben's so clearly a drama. Ben. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, Ben's clearly a Shakespearean drama class like major, like yeah. in middle school. Because um well because the thing about the Mothman Cometh like as a title, like it's probably I'm just putting a throw I'm I'm just uh throwing it out there. It's probably a reference to the Iceman Cometh, which is a play from uh the, like a very popular play from like the thirties that has like been like popped up like here and there. And like, we've actually had a couple of title, a couple of creep pastas that are titled like something, something man cometh like slender man cometh. Yeah. And I thought we had one that was like the ice man cometh, but apparently it was just called the ice man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so either way. Yeah. But like the whole, like Ben just like, like mumbling man cometh <laughs> like what? <laughs> like, I would be okay with it if he had character. And it was described yeah. that he's big into drama and all that stuff. Then fine, there's a connection. Like sorry, I, I'm sorry not to cut you off. The fact that the way you said drama, it's like drama, Madan, Madan, Nevada, drama. <laughs> sorry, not. I didn't mean to cut you off there. It's just like the way you said it. Like I, I got like a, uh, I had to like uh, suppress a chuckle. It's fine. I'm not as dramatical as some people. I can't say drama. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, it's fine. But it was weird. Yeah. Yes. And that's the end of my notes. All right. Well, uh, actually, as a good segue into our final thoughts, I'm going to start with the end 
bit here. So like, yeah, you said like Ben's like mumbling, Mothman cometh. And then the last line of the story is, where is it now? Please, dear reader, don't think about it too much. But that's the point of our whole show. <laughs> yeah. Is to, is to think harder on things. That's that also the point of most stories is for the reader to think on the story in some capacity. It's also making it After... seem like the Mothman wrote this story. Because it's like you know, actually, happened, I, I, don't don't worry about it. It's it's fine. <laughs> you know what I what I think what I think it's supposed to try and like like emulate there is like where is it now? You may not want to think about it because it could be in your own town or your near your home. Ooh, it's gonna get you next kind of thing. But it doesn't really come off that way <laughs> to me. It, it it comes off more as like. Don't don't think about the story too much. It's it's only like three pages long. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, and and honestly, like, yeah, that's why I'm I'm going to still give it a, just a partial recommendation, teetering on like not recommending it at all. It being kid, I back to that. What? Uh, it being children instead of young adults didn't change that rating. No, I mean, like, I like the core idea of the story, like kids kids on bikes or kids on buses <laughs> uh that's my that, that's that's my that's my gonna be my rpg uh title kids on buses <laughs> field trip horror supernatural field trip horror with the sntf uh shit i might actually have to fucking do that <laughs> making an entire campaign uh, off of this it honestly could be a campaign of like monster monster and other childish things where you are it literally is an sntf like school program mm-hmm. Uh, where they take kids on field trips with their monster friends to fight off monsters, like, and that's like the, the cover is that they're going on field trips. Yes, yeah, like the core idea, the core premise of the story, like kids going and finding the creature and being attacked by it. That's I like it. It's a good, it's a good, uh, it's good fodder for a story and for game scenario stuff. Um, but this story specifically needs way more to me. Um, like certain aspects of it also just didn't sit well. Um, like the the reason why the plot is progressing, <laughs> like they they bribed their principal to get them to go there without a chaperone, aside from the bus driver. That that doesn't make sense at all. <laughs> yeah. It's just a nightmare. <laughs> like for like I can like that that principal's so fucked. That school is fucked. <laughs> um, the uh, there's there's things in the story that I just needed more details. I wanted more like writing to like properly flesh things out mm. um honestly that's my biggest thing is like why i, I kind of partially recommend it but it, like i i although on the other hand i c- can't even recommend it is because the story needs more refinement mm-hmm. um so more articulation more refinement more details more more meat on them bones from the sounds of it, um, what you're saying is the story that's here you don't recommend but the potential of the story you're partially recommending absolutely okay. yes uh so Mikey, you're up. Alright, let's see here. We got the pitch black hallway that can easily be run down. Uh, we have the lack of parental supervision mm-hmm. on a field trip. <laughs> um, yeah. And we have the ending that just sort of ends. Stops <laughs> cometh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It just goes away. He, he Mothman kills two kids and and then and then flies away. Where? Yeah. Don't think about it. <laughs> Don't yeah. worry about it. 
top yeah. men. Top men. Mothman, <laughs> that is. I got <laughs> Yeah. Or and... should it be, sorry, sorry, not, not okay. Should it be moth men. <laughs> nice. Yeah, and thinking about it, uh, if this wasn't a field trip and was in fact a bunch of kids going on a bike ride to an abandoned building, that would, better. would have gotten rid of that whole principal situation and school yeah. situation and supervision situation. Yeah, because it's 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 it's, uh, it's after hours. It's it's not even like extracurricular stuff. It is it is them on their time dying, <laughs> not on the schools, not on the schools dime <laughs> at all. That would make it so much better, honestly. <laughs> it would. If yeah, honestly, this should rather than kids on buses, it should be kids on bikes. Yeah. <laughs> like legitimately, like mount up bicycles. They bike the seven, like the the seven mile or the several miles out of town. It's the easier way to the order. Just make it so they live closer to it. They don't have to live miles and miles away. Well, yeah, but I mean, like it's also not that hard to like bike a couple of miles out of town. Yeah, seven miles isn't that much for a yeah. kid, anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Legitimately, like if it had actually been like literally kids on bikes, would have been a better like means of progression for the plot than if the fact that they had to bribe their principal to give them a bus <laughs> for this to put it on the pa- put it in the paperwork as a field trip <laughs> thus incriminating the principal for this really sketchy situation all in all <laughs> uh yeah hmm. yeah so overall uh, I'm not going to recommend this all right that is fair. And gamer. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty much going to be parroting that. Um, like Mothman's cool and everything; he's jacked as hell. Um, but this is like in that ass. Yeah, no. I mean, I don't want to say <laughs> it, but yeah. Uh, but this is, seems like kind of a poor showing for him. I lost yeah. my immersion before they even went on their journey, honestly, which kind of made all the flaws that much easier to pick out because i was already not enjoying myself um yeah it's because like again they were able to go there unsupervised because they bribed the principal <laughs> like hell god such a weird like the, i i don't think the i don't want to say the author's like an like a like uh like a a child but it kind of comes off as that kind of writing where it's like the or a child or like a like a young kid like in middle school or high school, like young uh, early high school, might write that as like a re- like oh well we bribed the the principal to uh, to give us a uh, to give us this field trip out to the ordnance uh, factory like mm-hmm. but without any chaperones because like we want to do our we want I want to kill off these characters yeah. so they can't have 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 a, a an adult nearby. <laughs> We've been hard on this like, and everything, but yeah, we're seeing we're looking at at what it is and how readable of a story it is and what makes sense what doesn't make sense. And if something is completely pulling me out of the story, I, I gotta bring it up. You know, I'm not gonna sugarcoat things. Yeah, like we're we're being we may be a little bit brutally honest, <laughs> but at the same like we we are being critical about the story. Mm-hmm. Like we are trying to like because again, like like I said, like I partially recommend it because I can see the potential here, mm-hmm. but the story it is, as it is is falling flat of that potential for me. Yeah, and for me, like having a whole bunch of characters was completely unnecessary because only two of them were utilized. Um, the whole event was about Michael and Kaylee. That's it. The other characters didn't do anything. 
it didn't have any personality unless you want to uh, count in the Ben's little bit of drama personality at the end. <laughs> drama. Um, I wasn't going to keep that in. I was going to leave that as an outro, but I guess it's now in, it's staying in apparently. Well, it's fine. I've said <laughs> stuff like that before. I don't care. Um, yeah, it's true. Like <laughs> Nevada. <laughs> Sorry. Like all, basically all the other kids did was see Mothman fly away. That's yeah. pretty much the whole thing they did. But this isn't a first-person yeah. story. Like the narrator could have told us the same thing. Yeah, just like 100%. they go in there and die, and then Mothman flies away as like a drip of blood <laughs> lands on their bike handles or something like that. You know, like as, as they get as as Michael and Kaylee get killed, it's just like it's that sort of thing. It's like, well, it looks like the cryptozoology club's going to need a new Timmy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like sort of like that, like dark humor, like sort of uh, thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like the whole the whole thing goes on, and in the end, the kids didn't even tell someone what happened. Like it didn't cut to them explaining themselves to the principal or having any repercussions show up. So the the kids yeah. seeing the event or and quote unquote seeing what happened to their friends didn't do anything. And also, they didn't even go check to see if their friends are okay. They just. Yeah, because they didn't hear them. They went to that. They went to that soundproof uh, area. Okay, but what did they leave <laughs> without them? Uh, yeah, no, yeah. It just it ends before we get to get to like where they they the bus driver actually talks and like, hey, what happened to you? What what happened to the two of you? Like, what was that? Why is there blood on your on your hand? I should probably call the cops and then, or maybe the principal first to cover up and something. Yeah, it I don't even know. Need to go into that much detail. Like, yeah. it could just cut there and be like, um. Just say like they couldn't. They waited for a bit, but their friends didn't show up. The, the bus driver went in, and uh, the bodies of uh, as of Michael and Kaylee were found. And I don't know. But but gamer, please, dear reader, don't think about it too much. That's true. I have to not think about it too much. You're right? Yeah. It, you see, what's not said is that there was a uh the bus driver was a supervisor and he used the buddy system so each of the uh, kids had a buddy mm-hmm. so when uh he checked to see that you got your buddy yep everyone's got their buddy <laughs> the doesn't matter that the entire <laughs> set of buddies is gone as long as everyone has yeah. a buddy you're good to go wow yep so yeah, anyways overall it's still a no for me um, going over our notes didn't change that one way or another. It has a lot of flaws. Breaks the immersion right away. There's no explanation of how things are happening. And yeah, it could use a lot more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, definitely use a lot more. <laughs> uh, honestly, yeah, like my yeah, uh, I think that's basically a round table um, opinion on this one. Is it just needed more? We were all Disney princesses today. Yeah, we must have more. I mean, in a way, because the immersion got killed for me so early. In a way, when I was reading it, I'm kind of like, I wish this had less, so I'd be done quicker. <laughs> like as mean as that is, because it's just like I was so checked out. Yeah, I hate being checked out. I don't want to be that. I don't want to agree with you, but I, I like I. I was excited for the story, guys. Mm-hmm. Like I was because it was Mothman. I'm going to go check out the Mothman like museum and some of that when I go to West Virginia in in uh uh as of as of this story being posted I'll probably be either there or like in the next in the few days like around this when this gets posted I'll be I'll be over there. Yep. 
but so I was excited. And again, like I've known about the Mothman since I was like really young. I've, I've read a bunch of stuff on it. I've watched the movie. Um, I need to rewatch that movie because I was like 12 when I saw that movie and I do not like grasp it. I, I feel like I would appreciate it way more now. Mm. Um, but um, yeah, I it's just like this was kind of disappointing <laughs> as as somebody who's like really into the into the Mothman, like the the potential was there, but it, like the story itself, like the 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 execution was not there yeah i think me. the hype kind of killed it a bit because like you and i've well you've been mainly talking to me about it. i haven't been talking to you about it but you've been telling me about the mothman on and off for years so like i've kind of known about it a lot and i've been talking at you because yeah, <laughs> i don't know anything about it you know the things yeah like this is the first yeah. one we've done isn't it uh yeah this is actually what much like when we did uh, the the cowman of copeland beach like that was our first like bigfoot story i think this is probably our first mothman creepypasta yeah so I'd like to see if there's more out there. Cause I mean, the Mothman is it's since it's first, since it's first sightings in 1966, it's become, um, it's one of the, like the, it's gotta be the, the top five most popular cryptids like ranked up there with like Bigfoot and Nessie. Yeah. I feel like there's, there should be um, more stories of this than like a Bigfoot. Bigfoot's just like something no. weird that shows up and that's about it. But here's the thing. Mothman's, Mothman's localized. Yeah. <laughs> I guess Bigfoot is global. <laughs> like, true. yeah, yeah. Like Bigfoot comes in many names and forms across the globe. In 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 North America alone, he's got like three or four different iterations. Like we got Bigfoot, we got the Sasquatch, we got the Skunk Ape, <laughs> um, and like yeah, half a dozen other names from half a dozen other names. I I know there's a Bigfoot uh, creature in um, in Appalachia. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Missouri, I think he's called the. Uh, I think he's like the. I think they're called howlers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's a there's a metric. Sh- hell, hell, few hours north of us in a town called Cobalt, there's a there's a Bigfoot named Yellow Crop, because he's got blonde tips. <laughs> frosted tips from like the two thousand. He's a Guy Fieri. It's just it's just a hairy Guy Fieri. <laughs> wow. Throw any, but like that one throws rocks at people's houses, like big rocks at people's houses. Oh shit! So he's like an angry guy, Fieri. He's he's the he's the anti Guy Fieri because <laughs> he's because I as far as I know, like Guy Fieri is a really happy guy. So he's like the an angry Guy Fieri. Nice. Um, but yeah, like again, like he comes in different forms. He's all across. He's all over the place. He's in all the woods and all the mountains. Um. Wherever there's like where there's mountains, where there's deep forest, there's likely a story or a legend or somebody's come up with some kind of an encounter with a big hairy ape like creep like like humanoid. Um so like that's why like like he's definitely top of the list. And then like all the other ones are kind of more localized. Like Nessie's like Loch Ness monster in like Loch Ness in, in Scotland. Mm. Mothman, the Point Pleasant area uh in West Virginia. Um but like yeah, so well, I really went on a tirade there. I apologize. <laughs> it's cool. It's Mothman. I get it. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, that was uh, this week's episode. So if you like what you heard, or if you didn't, leave us a comment in the comment section below where this gets posted. Whether it be on Podbean, Facebook, YouTube, or Tumblr. Uh, we're all on Twitter. Mikey's at the Stands for Evil. The Gamer in Yellow is at the Gamer in Yellow, but without that W, because his name is very long. It's got to be. Yep. And I'm at Review Cultist. 
You can also send us emails at aldenterigamores at gmail.com. That's A-L-D-E-N-T-E-R-I-G-A-M-O-R-T-A-S at gmail.com. We're going to also leave a suggestion for other creepypastas, SCPs, spooky cryptids. You creep it, we'll peep it. Yeah. yeah. I love that that's our motto now, honestly. It's really grown on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I was a little, like, I was like, is this going to work? And I was just like, I just, like, say it. Like, you creep it, you'll peep it. Yeah. And then, like, we both, yeah, yeah at the same time. Yeah, I think our, enth- our enthusiasm <laughs> for how dumbly awesome it is works. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah! <laughs> um, but, uh, and if you'd like to help support our show financially, you can go to Patreon. Look up Aldente Rigamortis and select the back of you'd like to support us at. We have $2 and $5 tier with special episodes, early access, extra content. For our patrons that are helping support the show, thank you immensely because you're helping keep those hosting bills at bay. And as always, we very much appreciate that. And to our listeners and the authors of these stories, thank you immensely because without your listenership, it would be like screaming into the void. And Without your stories that you, you write and, and post out there for people to look at, enjoy, and perhaps, you know, be very critically uh, critiquing of it <laughs> on, a, on a certain podcast, mm-hmm. uh, we really wouldn't have, yeah, not naming any names, RPX. <laughs> <laughs> nice. We really wouldn't have much of a show because we'd have nothing to talk about. So honestly, like, again, like, there's potential in this story and I, we've said it before like even the stories that we don't like or that we we find like kind of lacking we still find something in it or like there's something that there's good that does come out of it, it like the, our conversation and like our opinions on like our feelings on it like that's what we're here for and like is to, is to talk read the story and talk about its contents so regardless of if we don't like it or not thank you for writing it and sharing it online like having that courage so until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. I'm Mikey, the East End for Evil. And I'm the Gamer in Yellow. And this has been Aldente Rigamortis. Sleep well. <laughs> <laughs>